This podcast is a Pardes Bible Raps co-production, written and performed by Bible Raps. For more online learning, visit www.elmad.pardes.org. Ready? <laughs> okay. And I'm Rabbi Yaffa Epstein, repping the Pardes Institute of Jewish Studies, and the third and final Torah jump off is... Jump off, jump off. What's the Torah jump off? Why did God create the snake? All these questions will be asked and answered on Rappers and Rabbis. Make some Torah love and noise. Rabba, 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 so obviously the snake got a, a, an okay stamp for being, for tempting Adam and Eve, you know? And so why? Why would God create such a thing? To also take a step back from this for a second, the reason why we can have this, one of the reasons why we can have this conversation is because we're monotheists. And monotheism enters into this problem of evil, right? And the sna- Because right. the snake was created by God. If we were polytheists, we'd say, oh, the snake is Loki, and there's, right. you know, right. Loki and Thor are fighting, and sometimes humans are the casualties right. of the divine fight or something right. like that. But monotheists have to say, no, actually, it all comes from God. Right. Therefore, this snake is godly too, mm-hmm. right? The evil, the bad that's happening mm-hmm. is godly too. And right. so mm-hmm. we're left with the problem of evil. Either God wants there to be evil and is all-powerful, in which case God is like a sadist, or God doesn't want there to be evil but can't stop it, in which case God is weak, so why do I care? So I'm left with God must be powerful but want evil, and I don't know what that means. God, God is who I dream is on my team, but he's not, and you don't stop, and you don't quit. It seems very simple, though. If you're going to have free will, you have to allow for bad things to happen. He has given men freedom, a very questionable gift, and the most outstanding gift man has. If you're going to have free will, you have to allow for bad things to happen. And so God handcuffed himself in some capacity. That's what I see the snake as. I actually wrote a rap, a bold commentary. The snake calls God an idol worshiper. Whoa! You become an idol worshiper Looking at him like a statue that you made Out of clay and named him Adam I will smash him into pieces Have him pick him up his pieces Cause one undone can become one more Than the sum of his pieces If he only knows what pieces He will never know who he is The freedom that he's needing For the wisdom I can give him Is not here in Eden Where's the thorn to leave him bleeding Where's the pain to keep her weeping Where's the dust that no bud can bust To keep him from eating She is needing to feed from the tree of good and evil when his people write their scrolls I'll be your nemesis without me though there would be only Genesis whoa Matt are you saying that God created the snake to be a failsafe to make sure he let his children grow up so let's let's take a look for a second at the snake from the Torah Um, the beginning of chapter 3 says, the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals that the Lord God had made. Right? Right? He said to the woman, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? 
And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden. Right? But God did say, you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it or you'll die. You will certainly not die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good, for food was pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. That's my vocal card. Voice box unlocked, Pandora's stocks when I'm out the door. Chagorot. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they realized that they were naked, so they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Well, that's the story. Here's the snake. Why then is this snake so crucial? I mean, I think one of the things, we've already touched on this, but that the snake helps them realize that they are naked. And the word arum, arum aruma has two meanings. It can mean naked, but it also means clever. It means, right, that you're, or it's got crafty. It has some negative connotation to which it. Which is exactly but I think how the this, snake was described. Which is exactly the how the snake verse. was described. And the snake sort of takes a little bit of the snake's arumness mm. and transfers it to Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. Right and now, now you have some of this nakedness and trickiness or cleverness, but I, I actually think that those two words really mean they come from the same thing, right? Because only when you are completely stripped naked do you actually have to rely on your own intellect, your own cleverness, right? I I do not have any artifice or clothes on me or any armor that can protect me, so I have to create as if you're protected from the threads of your garment. Thank you. How does that go? <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, and so, As if you're protected by the threads of your garment. You know what I mean. Uh, and so the idea is that then, that then uh, because they've realized that they're naked, that they have actually nothing in the world other than themselves, Adam mm-hmm. and Eve, in order to build or be or do, mm-hmm. they have to rely on their own internal mm-hmm. creativity. Right, and right, that's right, the right. sort of nakedness that, in some ways, right, without right, right. that, they'd be in the Garden of Eden, being sort of spoon-fed right. by God their entire lives. I think. I think what's interesting about that, though, is that you're saying it relying on, your, but you're saying relying on yourself. But the snake actually is the moment where there is a choice. 
until that point, there was no choice. I'm just doing everything. What I'm, I'm just doing whatever I'm supposed to do, doing what God wants. I'm just mm-hmm. hanging out here in the garden. Mm-hmm. And I, I, the snake represents the ability to sin, the ability to make the wrong decision. Right. That that's why I think the angels are like, well, human beings are going to screw up all the time. That's our nature. And like, right, because from the very beginning, that's the that's what growth comes from from choice. Right. Yeah, that's true. I think you can also see the snake as um, in some way, right? Like Matt was saying, God created the snake for a purpose. When his people write their scrolls, I'll be your nemesis without me, though there would be only Genesis. Like Matt was saying, God created the snake for a purpose, and the snake was also part of God's plan and God's will. And you could even say, you can go to, as far as to say, the snake was the Makebepatish, right? Doing right, What's the Maccabibachi? Sorry, right? The uh, doing, taking the final action to complete um, an action, right? Doing the final stroke to complete a painting, mm-hmm. right? Giving it the the finishing right. touch, and right. and we saw earlier, right? Um, right? That God create when God creates man, right? Vayitzer Adam created with, um, in the spelling of Vayitzer, it's with two yuds, right? And there we have all of the midrashim of this life and the next life, or the yetsar hatov and the yetsar hara, right? the positive desires and the negative desires, the positive inclination, the negative inclination. But that that doesn't come to fruition in the Garden of Eden, right? That's how man was created according to that midrash. But we don't see that taking any expression, and it's only the snake through this, uh, you know, trickery um, or forcing Eve, you know, Eve to use her, her intellect that gets them out, that kind of lets the Yetzer Hatov and the Yetzer Hara um, be expressed in man. There has to be the option of evil. And, and God, it's the greatest blessing and the greatest curse, right. being condemned to freedom. Right. And this kind of gets back to our, our initial discussion of truth and perspective, Right? And, and we're told right, that we are, or we, at least we aspire to, have a perspective that is in some way beyond us. Right? There's the, there's the uh, right, in the Gemara, Chayav Adam, Levarech al Hatova, Kemoshim Levarech al Ara'a, I think. Kemoshim Levarechim al Hatova, Kach Levarechim al Ara'a. Right, in Perak Tet, right? I think it's the last Mishnah of Mesech Brachot. Um, right? Just like a person makes a blessing for something good, a person must make a blessing for something bad. And, I, and the rabbis talk about it and they say, really? All right, that kind of goes against the, the natural human experience. Right? How can you, and they say, well, that's true, granted, so we'll give you different blessings. Right? You have a blessing for the good, which is this, and a blessing for the bad, which is something else. They'll both be blessings, but they'll be different ones. But one day, one day we'll be able to reach the higher perspective will, where we'll be able to give the blessing of good on everything. That's Rambam. Yeah. yeah. The thing that bothers me about that, though, is that it lets me off the hook a little bit. How so? Who's me? The individual? Human. Yeah. Because my choices... No, let me go back a second. I think it's actually really unfair to ask someone to see evil and not call it out. And this makes us sort of, okay, it's evil, but it's God, so it's okay. And it actually, there's a way that it makes us abdicate responsibility that I think is 
really problematic, except that, just to save the Mishnah for a second, it's not that I don't say, in other words, means I know this thing is evil. And I'm able to say, perhaps in the greater scheme of things, but I'm always worried. This is what I. This is my understanding of what it means. Of what um, there's a very famous piece in the Talmud about um, about Nachum Ish Gamzu, who says, "Oh, Gamzu Tova, Gamzu Tova. This too is for the good. This too is for the good." I actually think it's problematic because evil is happening, and he doesn't call it out. And 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 how does uh, how does us uh, allowing allowing good. Uh, allowing, sorry. How does us allowing um, evil to somehow be good um, dim or diminish our sense of right and wrong? So I don't know that we are allowing evil to be good. We're not saying, "Oh, this is all good. This is all God." Perhaps one day we can get to such a place, and I think that one day is where everything turns out to have you know taken some part you know in in a larger plan, but. I can't see that perspective. We just came out of Yom, ha- Yom HaTzma'ut in Israel, the day of, of Israel um, Independence Day. And the day before Yom HaTzma'ut is Yom HaZikaron, right? celebrating the independence of Israel is on purpose made on you know, the, the day after. We remember everyone who, uh, all of the Israeli soldiers who gave their lives for the state of Israel. So that doesn't make their deaths into a good thing. It doesn't, you know, that doesn't whitewash the whole thing into, oh, this was all for the best. It's still pain and tragedy, but it is part of the events leading up to, you know, something good and hopefully something better. So we were just talking about the difficulties of trying to reconcile and come to terms with um, how brutal life can be. It's red claw and tooth. Indeed, it's a wild world. So if you guys would join me, can I hear you say, wild world, wild, wild world. world. All right, when I point to you, you guys will be my sample machine. Here we go. This is from the wild world's perspective. My smile is the sun and my eyes are a pair of nights. You live on my skin like a bunch of parasites. I'm the wild world. And you do have the rarest sight, just enough intelligence to see what despair is like. Flatter yourself with original sin, but from me did you begin. You are my creation. I'm the wild world. We may cuddle in your youth all the while I don't smile because I must hide the truth. The wild world is red claw and tooth. Did I stutter? I'm the what? What, what, what? Wild world. So join us next time as we talk about Cain and Abel, Adam and Eve's children, and the first humans are, who are born outside of Eden in the wild, wild world. world. On rappers and, and rabbis, make some Torah love and noise. My pain is an iron lion. His mane is chains, his brain is tameless. Why on earth would my name be the curse to the nameless? Got a friend calls me shameless, thinks my pain proves I'm not blameless. Skin full of blisters and I'm bathing in my vomit. I had everything when the wind came and tossed it. Got a friend who's preaching, I'm just reaping what I've sown. Like I got a sin within for each and every moan.
Lord, why'd you decide to hurt my third eye? Curse my bird's eye view at the end of endless pain. All I see is you, lawyer, in this place. So close, I could spit in your face. Would that make me a sinner? Pain pills for dinner. Had a bad headache since 2008 winter. But I ain't a tragic figure. Life is a witch, so she's got a magic figure. I'm still asking for her finger. It's on. And that's right, baby. And I'm a marry me, a Jewish, not a white lady. Control the S on the blessed. That's right, save me. Whether Biggie or Bieber, it's baby, baby. I ain't lying, I'm a shine as I polish up my grind. Remember back in the day when my headache had me rhyme. God, I know you're in this place. Close enough to praise or to spit in your face. All right, put them up, put a hand, put a fist up. This ain't a dance, not something like a stick up. Put them up, put a hand, put a fist up. Stick to the script, hip hop with a hiccup. Put them up, put a hand, put a fist up. This ain't a dance, not something like a stick up. Put em up, put a hand, put a fist up Stick to the script, hip hop With a hiccup, life Life is just a witch I'm trying to switch into my wife And you don't stop and you don't quit Love, love becomes a vulture When it falters as a dove And you don't stop and you don't quit God, God is who I dream is on my team But he's not And you don't stop and you don't quit Still I try Try then by extension begs the question of why Why I don't stop, why I don't quit Thank you for listening to this Pardes Bible Raps co-production written and performed by Bible Raps. For more online learning, visit www.elmad.pardes.org.